The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 23rd of August. In your Squiz today, the latest on the leadership of the Liberal Party, Donald Trump's terrible Tuesday, new CEO for wealth management firm AMP, and a big donation to Oxfam. This is your Squiz today. Claire, importantly this morning, listeners can be assured that Malcolm Turnbull is still our Prime Minister. Uh, Peter Dutton still openly wants to be our Prime Minister. So what can we expect today? Uh, If I said I don't really know, (laughs) I don't think it's one of those things. Who knows what to expect today? It's crazy down there. What we do know is that a letter was circulating around Liberal Party members last night uh, hoping to get 43 signatures to force another meeting of party members where uh, I assume a vote would be brought on about Malcolm Turnbull's leadership with Peter Dutton challenging. Um, So we'll wait and see where that is up to. There's also a bit of gamesmanship happening. Uh, Parliament rises uh, tonight for a fortnight and Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull is scheduled to head to Southeast Asia where he's having all sorts of trade and security talks next week. So, yeah, if, if Peter Dutton thinks he's got the numbers and wants to bring it on, today's the day. And in the background of all of, all of this, there are questions over Peter Dutton's eligibility to sit in Parliament at all due to interest in a childcare centre that receives government funding. Labor had a lot of fun with that one yesterday. They did. And this has been an issue that's been around for a while. It's no secret that Peter Dutton's family uh, have been involved in childcare centres. Uh, the issue with that is the, the way childcare payments are made has changed just with recent reform. So instead of going to families, they now go to childcare centres um, who then reflect it back to parents in, in terms of their fee structures. So uh, one of the interesting things I think was that given that change and given Dutton's known interest in, in childcare, uh, that they hadn't had official legal advice from the government um, solicitor general. So that's happening now. Uh, whether that's a big issue, there's lots of contention from constitutional experts about whether it um, is actually a breach or not. But um, the only people who can make a decision on that really is the High Court, and we certainly haven't got to that stage yet. <sighs> Continues. From one political drama to another, Donald Trump didn't have a great Tuesday, starting with his former lawyer, Michael Cohen, pleading guilty to paying off Stormy Daniels to stop her from going public over her affair with the president. And another woman. So you might remember there's two women who are accused of being paid off um, by Michael Cohen and what happened yesterday in in pleading guilty. Um, What he's done is also um, shine a light on President Trump's knowledge about that and, and that it was done with his knowledge, which is something that Trump has previously denied. And his former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was found guilty of tax and bank fraud also on Tuesday. Has Trump had, any, had anything to say about all of this? Look, only that he um, he really does feel for, for Paul Manafort. That's a really interesting one. Those charges relate to his life before he was Trump's campaign um, chairman. Uh, and there's a really interesting link in the um, email about how that all played out in terms of um, Manafort's time with the Trump campaign. Um, but, yeah, he's um, certainly heading to the space that these things don't actually directly relate 
um, to any collusion with Russia, which is how these sort of investigations really kicked off. So he's really, um, Trump has been really focused on the fact that, you know, you keep coming and um, saying that there's issues with Russia, but, you know, you've got a couple of scalps here. It's got nothing to do with me and Russia, so move on. Another controversy this year was the one surrounding wealth management firm AMP. Yesterday they announced a new CEO. Claire, I'm not sure what's tougher, this role or whoever ends up as leader of the Liberal Party. <laughs> yeah, both have a, a bit of um, rebuilding to do. So Francesco Di Ferrari, which has to be surely the best name in Australian finance um, mm. with his arrival from Singapore. Uh, he's a high-flying Credit Suisse banker. He's got an interesting background. After university, he went to India and built houses for lepers and worked alongside um, Mother Teresa. And now he commands millions and millions of dollars in salary as a uh, finance executive. So, yeah, he's taking on a, a pretty tough job. Um, AMP, of course, have been pretty banged up by the by the Banking Royal Commission and has lost six billion dollars in their value. So, as you would imagine, De Ferrari's um, incentives package are, are pretty um, on the high side when it comes to restoring AMP's position in the market. And Catherine Folbig is Australia's worst female serial killer. In 2003, she was found guilty of the murder of three of her young children and the manslaughter of a fourth. However, there's now a review into her case, Claire. That's right. And if you watched Australian Story a, a couple of weeks ago now, it shone a light on uh, a group of people who were really campaigning to have Folbig's um, case uh, put into an inquiry process, and that's what the New South Wales Attorney General announced yesterday. Uh, interesting to note that her former husband, Craig, doesn't support that inquiry um, system and, and the government um, made special note of the pain and suffering that he's also going to go through with this process. And before we get the subject line from you today, Claire, listeners will remember the seaplane crash on Sydney's Hawkesbury River on New Year's Eve last year. Richard Cousins was the British businessman who was killed why is he making news today, Claire? He made news because um, his will is now finalised and because his two sons uh, and his fiancée also died in, in that plane crash, uh, as well as his fiancée's daughter and the pilot, of course, um, that money goes to charity of, from his estate. So more than Australian um, 71 million bucks, in fact, will go to wow. Oxfam which is a lot, and the um, charity who's under a lot of pressure themselves from some controversies recently um, said that they were extremely grateful for the bequest. Yeah, amazing. So what is the subject line? The subject line today is an old ELO song, their song, Don't Bring Me Down. Ah, no question who that relates to. Today we're looking at you, Malcolm Turnbull. Thanks so much for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. If you like it, please share it. We're available on all podcast platforms and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online 
kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN.com forward slash squiz today.